that working? I think that's working. Previously last week, the heroes yeeted a tabaxi over a waterfall, entered a shrine of Ankh, and found some keys, like a lot of keys, and a giant snail statue from behind which three shambling ghouls shambled out in your direction. Menacingly! Roll initiative. Right, I got a thirteen. Uh, you made a second. I wasn't ready. I'm nothing. Nay, nothing. Nay. Roll twenty. I'm not on the right map anyway. There we go. Oh, wow! Look at that—a twenty, a perfect twenty for a dwarf. Ah. Ready to go. Okay, let's go. He saw a snail, and you, and he said. Time. Oh, I don't. I don't think me and uh, Malice are rolling initiative, right? You do we? Are outside, but I think the door is open, so you could roll initiative just to. Yeah, both Teratus and Malice, please roll initiative as well. All right, I got eight. <laughs> All right, Dwar, as a roller of the nat 20, you will be going first. You see from behind a giant snail statue. Uh, uh, Orvex kind of like clings to you and he moans. But also, there's some ghouls coming at you. Orvex, you should probably go outside. Okay. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Oh, be on your way, Corvex. You're not needed. I know not when I'm. Nope. Right. ATM. Uh, no. I know when I'm not needed. When I'm told that. Oh, damn. Wait. Why am I so sleepy? Grok, where's your character? Oh, here, there you are. Did you roll initiative? Do you have a d20? I did, I got 13. 13, got a 13. I see it now. Thank you, thank you. And that Malice is probably not back yet, okay. Nah. Honestly, it's like you don't even look at the screen. I. It's blocked by my controller. I have to, like, lean over. Thunderwave. Thunder. Ooh, and I rolled max damage. Uh, these That's two in front of me need to oh make constitution saves. I didn't even have to use my channel divinity. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you have it anymore. I have two. Great. You just have one of them. I did use one, but I still have the other. Oh shit! At level six, you have two charges. Oh. Do you have it next to one minute of the debout? No. Oh, you didn't know that. You can have an extra one when you have the amulet of the devout. That would be a good thing to get then. Yeah. 
Uh, that's going to be a 7 and a 12. Uh, both fail, so both take 16 thunder damage and are shoved Yikes. 10 feet back, I think. 10 Down feet? They're pushed. 1, 2, uh, yeah, ten one, feet. Two. All right. Ow. Ow. Uh, all right. Yeah, they take 16 damage each, and they are pushed 10 feet away. That is going to bring us to Aqua Teen's turn. Right. This is going to be fun. First things first, I'm going to move in line of sight. Easy peasy, get up close and personal. Then, of course, I'm going to try to inflict wounds. Try to try to wound the, the zombie. Does, does, uh... Ooh, an 11. Does a 19 hit? 19 hits. Right. I forgot to turn off... Dice, I'll turn that off next round, but let's find out. Oh god, it makes a little noise. Okay. That'll be 19 necrotic damage as I reach out my hand and I place it gently on the uh, the fiend's, you know, little belly and I'm like, sorry chap, it's time for you to, uh, you know, rot away, go back to where you came from. Ooh, okay, he, you said 19 damage? 19 Got the damage. Okay, you guys are coming out of the gate strong here. Thanks. After that. Oh, what am I? What am I doing? I have destroy undead. <laughs> wow. <Whoops. laughs> Whatever. Okay. All right. This ghoul uh, is gonna go. Meow. Meow. And there's my mouse. Right, meow. It's gonna run back up to you, and then this ghoul is right. gonna go one, two. Whoa, 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 mate! I wasn't done with my turn. Four. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I put it back. All right, go for it. Okay, thank you. Crikey. Channel down. Turn on down. Is an action. Okay, can't do that. Okay, that was the end of my turn. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. All right, that's <laughs> it. All three of them go around. Awkward. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, do it. I'll tell ya. Um, good. Those two well, will move there. They will roll with advantage. He has one attack. He's going to give you smoochies. Does a 21 hit you? No, it doesn't. Are are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't hit me. Yeah, it's 22. What? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Well, right, <laughs> now, right, right now it's actually 24, so... Why is it said... Send me your character sheet. I don't believe you. We're stopping the game. Everyone stop. We're stopping the game. 24. Banned. Well... Reroll new character. Normal. But but when you when you cast a spell, uh, uh, shield of faith, well then suddenly it turns to twenty four because it gives you a plus two to AC for ten minutes. Oh, did you cast that? It's actually pretty. Oh, but you know what? Now that now I'm thinking about it, I think we're past the ten minute mark. So actually, it would be still twenty two right now. So, right, but I still want to hit. So still twenty one to hit. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, so. that doesn't hit you. I'll just yeah, try to hit Dwar then. Fine. 
I okay, okay. should not be rolling with advantage. 14 hits your door? No. All right, they missed then. Fucking, fucking care. Fucking tear this or move. Uh, good question. Uh, oh, my magic stone? No. God damn it. All right, I just magic stone and uh, I guess. Uh, Mm. Yeah, let's just advance a little bit. There you go. And, uh. Yeah, it's like a thing on this shit. Next already, saving throw. Ooh, I roll high. Dirty 20. Nope. What do you mean, uh, no? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you say it's. Safe. That's right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, it's gonna be his turn. Hmm? What? Huh? I thought you were casting Magic yeah. Stone. What? Magic Stone is a great thing. That's. That action, bonus action, movement, and that's it. Alright. Then it's gonna be the other ghoul's turn. Sucks to not have a fucking long rest. You don't need that. Come on. Long rest is for pussies. Natural 20. <laughs> Says the DM. So, um, natural 20, Grok. For what? To hit you. Hey, Roy, uh, natural 20, well, I guess that would hit, Roy. 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 That's four. Twelve, fourteen, plus three. That's seventeen piercing damage from the, from the ghoul. Now, as he gives you the smoochies. Jesus Christ, you actually managed to hit me. I'm surprised. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Constitution. No, not my forte, but okay. Hey, Roy, that'll be 19. All right, you're fine. It's going to bring us to... You are overwhelmed for just a moment by this awful stench as the ghoul, like brings the back of your head towards him. He cups the back of your head as he comes and leans in, and he has really bad breath. Crikey, make take a shower and then take me to dinner first. <laughs> Malice, are you here? Malice not here yet. All right, Malice. I'm here. Dave, oh my gosh, there you are. Okay, it's your turn. Uh, what's happening? Your friends are uh, being... They're asking for dinner before they're kissed. Oh, is that all? Okay, I'll just stand in the corner then. <laughs> nah. Um. What can I do? Don't stand too close. <laughs> that what this says. Oh, I'm gonna push you in the second I can. You can't. You have, you have slim arm. 
and yet you can pack a bigger punch than me. Your point? Fair. That's why I said stead back. And that's why I said I would push you in front of me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> after that spiel, uh, wisdom save from the closest thing to me. That is not there, Dish. Wisdom save from not to uh, plus zero. That's a seven. Nope. Yeah, that's not This is mockery. Oh. All right, what do you Baldy say? Baldy looking freak. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Viciously wounded, he he like takes out a little pocket mirror, looks at himself, and there's like a shing sparkle as the sunlight hits and reflects off his chrome dome. You look like a shittier version of Golem. Oh shit! Oh shit! Damn. Pretty uh, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Got two bardic inspirations left. Um. Can't do anything. Else, I will. With my remaining movement, I will walk back a bit and push Theradish towards the door. <laughs> Get in Not there! Actually, Not actually pushing him, I'm just standing behind him in a shoving motion. Human shield, very smart, very effective. Alright, that's gonna bring us back to the top of the Schmishative order. That's gonna be that cool. Okay. Wait, is the door door stone with a natural twenty? Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. I put that ghoul up there because they rolled higher. Should do is cross door out and then put the ghoul there and then put door at the top. Uh, door, you're you're next. I'm fixing my initiative. Okay. Not. We're just gonna go hammer time. Heck yeah. Twenty. Hits. Eleven thunder damage. Got it. That's it. Now so it's the gas. Bonk it. Bonk. That's, that's a good bonk. 11 damage for bonk. That's pretty good. All right. Now it's the gas's turn. Smoochies! Oh, no. 10 hit you, door. No. That's going to be the other ghoul's turn because now they're next to each other in the initiative order. I have a feeling that's not going to hit Aqua Teen. 13? Or, no, 18? No, sir. Okay, that's going to be uh, Aqua Teen's turn. Right. So, let's see. Um, right. All right, for my, for my action, I'm going to cast something cool. Maybe. Hmm. Yes, yes. Hmm. There it is. Mm hmm. 
Mm. All right. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Nice. So there we go. Radiant damage, of course. Alright, so let's see here. What What's the fine print of this spell? So that I know. I think anybody within a 15-foot circle... 15-foot yep. circle or sphere, technically. Um... Let's see. When you cast a spell, designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. Okay. Okay, an affected creature is halved in the area. When the creature enters the area for the first time, their turn starts there. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, and on a failed save, it takes 3d8 radiant damage. Damn. There we go. So, it's those ghouls' turn. They got to make a wisdom save. Sounds good. Anything else in your turn, sir? Yeah, I'm gonna heal myself just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm gonna use a second level. Oh, I guess I can't, can't I? Yeah, because. No, I can't do that. No. I cannot. I think hmm. you have a. Hmm. Is cure wounds? No, cannot cure wounds. Healing words a bonus action. Right, but, you know, you can't you can't cast a, another leveled spell in the same, same turn. Is. Is healing word uh oh yeah i guess it is a leveled spell my bad i don't know why i thought that my bad so um well, i guess that's the end of my turn yep that's gonna be the end of my turn groggy there it is paid bonfire on this fucker bonfire next save have a plus three to dex. I'll look again because I don't remember. Twelve. Fail. You're gonna take two uh, d eight uh, plus four. Wow! Would you look at that? Seventeen fire damage. Damn! Nice roll. And again, gonna throw one of my bubbles as well. All right, that's a twenty. Since seventeen. That's enough to kill that guy. You just watch him immolate in a pile of flame. Hi. Okay. Okay. I try one bit more at this guy. 20. 20? 20 hits. Alright. Alright. That's gonna be uh, six bludgeoning damage. I've got the damage. That's the guy in All front right. of door. Hmm. That's the yeah. guy in front of door. Okay, that's enough to kill that guy. All right. Great. Lining them up, knocking them down. All right, I give one pebble to uh, to, to my lady. Say, throw that shit. <laughs> Malice. Sorry about that. 
Miles, you just received a pebble, and uh, Teradus whispers to you, throw that shit. Swing away. Oh, uh, what do I need to throw it? (laughs) Uh, throw it at one of the goals. No, what do I... (laughs) Out of character, what do I do to throw it? (laughs) I think it's a bonus action, right, Teradus? bonus action to throw it. (laughs) What dice? He uses d20 to throw it. And he uses his spellcasting ability bonus. Yeah, you have a plus eight. Okay. Damn! And if that's the end of your turn. I got a 16. Oh, it'll be on your turn. Oh, Oh, sorry. It is now Malice's turn. A 16 is going to hit. Plus eight, 24. (laughs) Plus eight, 24. Uh, I don't know what to roll for damage, so I'm just going to leave that to the third issue. One. Ah. 1d6 plus 4. Oh, okay. Uh, Wee! Oh. 6. <laughs> 10 damage. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, this guy's not looking good. This ghoul's looking rough. <laughs> okay, now what? Sure, but As I look at the... <laughs> uh, okay. Wisdom save, please. Wisdom save. Uh, natural 1. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, just. Ah! Ow! 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 Oh, are you okay? Oh my gosh, what's happening? I I sat up and my hair got caught on my chair. Oh, that's the worst. Ow! What even happened? Damn you, chair! I don't I don't even have any screws up here. How did that happen? Your chair is a mimic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like the only screws are right next to my hips. <laughs> my hair is not that long enough. Oh well. Um. All right. Vision mockery. Me. Definite uh, failure. Uh, not good enough. It was a three. <laughs> uh. You're all higher than fucking four. No, it's a two D four. <laughs> Thirty-four. I just have eight. <laughs> and look at him and and just say, "Yeah, he's definitely a guy who likes feet." Oh, oh! And then you see, like his jagged mouth curl into a wicked grin, and he nods. Feet. He starts taking feet out from his pouch in his side. He just has a stringed feet, and he starts popping in his mouth like popcorn. Give me your toes. Give me your toes. Feet. That's it, you're getting fighted. Alrighty, uh, what can I do with my bird? I probably should have asked this when I first started. He is a, or they are an owl? Yeah, it is a little owl. A snowy owl. Snowy owl? It can help. It can help. Uh, Is it a familiar, or is it just an actual animal? It's an actual animal. They have a flyby, keen hearing and sight, and range of ranger's companion. Uh, Beastmaster bonus and talents. Neat. Uh, Just an animal companion. It can take any of my options. Yeah. Oh wait, these are. What the fuck are these? <laughs> uh, would it just be counted as its own separate action? Yeah, I believe okay. you. Have- Usually, 
they have you use your bonus action to command them. I think that's dumb. DM. Lucky. I'm thinking. I'll say that they can act on their own independent action economy on your turn after your go. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have a owl token, <laughs> so I'll just. So how far can Snowy play? Sixty feet. Okay. Wow. Uh, how high is the building? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, this is a pretty big statue, so you're talking about like 40, 50 feet in places? Alrighty. Um, Snowy just goes over, attacks it, then flies up as high as it can to get out of its range. Alright, yep. Uh, about 20 feet in the air. Go ahead and make an attack roll for Snowy. 12. 12? I think that just misses. Yeah, just misses. Oh, poor Snowy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Snowy doesn't have any. Oh! Is this a bonus action? No, it's an action. Never mind. He can move out of his reach. He has flyback. Yeah, I know. That's why I said he flies out of the dude's range in the air. Okay. So, Snowy yeah. fluttering down. <laughs> Flies by, slashing at the ghast, and the ghast like tries to claw at the air, but just too fast. And Snowy flies back up towards the ceiling of the shrine. It's gonna be the end of Snowy's turn. Anything else on your turn, Malice? The ghoul just see- sees Snowy do that little head bob thing that birds do. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And that's it. <laughs> Gosh. Damn it! I knew Snowy was Snowy was the worst one here, monster. All right, uh, door. That's gonna be your move. All right. Two-handing my hammer. Oh shit! Advantage. With advantage for the flank. Yep. Super advantage, which does nothing. <laughs> That is a 13 to hit. Wow, that's garbage. 13 to hit? Just hits. Hey, there we go. 8 thunder damage. 8 thunder damage is enough to die him. Just bringing the hammer down into his skull and smashing him into the floor. And that's going to bring us out of combat as you have eliminated all the baddies. So now. So well, now, great. I'll cast Spirit Guardians for no reason. That's how life goes. It tends to happen. Looking around, you find yourselves all in a shrine. There is a big old pile of keys on the floor as they were dropped. I believe Aquatine, you picked up all the keys from the little uh, worn down shop at the perimeter of this particular shrine. 
Yes, sir. And so now you have like hundreds and hundreds of keys um, kind of strewn about the place. And now there is a big old snail statue at the center of this particular shrine. And now that you have more time to kind of look around and see what the shrine's all about, you see that there are six alcoves in the walls around you. There's two in the north, east, and west. And in each alcove, there's a tiny little pedestal, and on top of which rests a key. So there are six keys, one on each one of these pedestals. Pedestals? But one of those. And then, finally... Behind the giant statue of the snaily guy, the snail's got like tentacles, it's hot. There is also one more pedestal, and it is currently empty. There's nothing on that one. Nothing on it? Well, that's uh, this one right here. Yeah, does it look like the one in the previous shrines? It sure does. You suspect that through the power of your Sherlock Holmesian reduction, it's probably where the puzzle cube is in there. That one. Alright. So Orvix told us the door said consider all options before trying. Or something like that. Maybe you should try the keyhole. I want the keyhole. There is no keyhole. Is there a keyhole somewhere on the snail? There's no key? There's no keyhole? Why, but this bunch of fucking keys down. Look at They wouldn't make it that obvious, would they? I mean, obviously. They wouldn't make it that obvious now. Surely. I'm gonna examine the snail. You examine the snail, and you see that this is most likely. The snail from the legends of Omu, you see that there are these huge tentacles. Each one is tipped with these barbed clubs at the end of the tentacle. You don't see a keyhole, but however, however, but you head back over to the pedestal, the back of the room, the one that's empty that you're pretty sure has the puzzle cube in it. There is a keyhole upon further inspection. You see that. Yeah, there's definitely hole for a key. Maybe one of these keys goes in that hole, opens up the pedestal. Okay. Well, I mean, this is too easy, right? So let's think about this. Consider all options, right? And I mean, the keys on the pedestal, you'd think maybe those would be more important, but I don't know. It, it just seems weird to me that we found all those keys outside. Like, it's uh, maybe the real key's in there. Perhaps. Or uh, it's just a trap the keys on the pedestals do they look different they rusted what do they look like mm. seem all right i mean clearly the keys that are inside the shrine held up a little bit better because they were more protected because of how the shop was just completely ruined. It didn't have a roof. A lot of the keys that were brought in here by Aquatine, they have decayed. They have deteriorated. But, you know, some of them, I mean, there's a lot of keys. A lot of them are, the majority of them are serviceable. There are some, like, really rusted ones. There's some that have just, like, some holes in it. Other ones are, like, chipped. But there's no, like, 
distinct shape or design to the ones inside. So the ones on the pedestal inside the shrine, on top of each one of those six pedestals, each one of them, upon like really looking closely and examining them, you see that they're all different. None of their key, none of their teeth patterns are the same. Okay. How are they different? Some of them are like very thin and filed down all the way along the key. Some of them have like more jagged um, a presentation, like a, like almost like a teeth. Some of them are um, long at like the beginning of the key where you'd first insert it into the keyhole and then skinny towards where you would hold it and try and turn it. Some of them are are reversed. They all present as keys. Like you would think that all these keys are functional. They would work to a particular lock that you put them inside of. They just would work to different locks. That It's not like one of these would be a master key that would work on everyone. They all seem pretty distinct. What are Yes, master. The story of the Omuans and these animals. What was the story around this snail? Or the no, section? No, sure, the giant snail that looms before us, it's, uh... Mm, you see there where it has the five pseudopods ending in the rocky clubs? Here, here, look, look. And he points across the wall, and you see that where the six iron keys that are hanging in their small niches on those stone plinths there's a relief and the relief depicts Ankh, this snail god existing underneath the ground it's It sequestered itself beneath the earth, and all the other trickster gods are running, making havoc, and, and bouncing all around on top of the earth that Ankh is on. This is, this is um, a bit of a mystery here. It's uh, clearly the. Old Homuin says on the door here, to, uh, it urges, Unc urges us to contrast all options before acting, but not sure how the particular part of his legend, in the old legend, Unc was annoyed, is put upon by the other trickster gods as they ran around on the surface disturbing his rest. I'm not sure... Oh, what? What they could possibly mean for this particular puzzle, but I'm sure that all the actions of the other trickster gods were known to Ankh. Mm. I'm sorry, I feel like I wasn't very helpful. This one is a doozy, isn't it? It is, Roth. Well. Remind me, what did all the other trickster gods do? 
I know one stole a spear and ran away. It's... Uh, the, the trickster clans did many things, but in all, they worked as a team to show the great god Obtow the virtues of the O-Moons and melted his icy heart and turned him back towards considering the O-Moons friends, at least for a time. It was in this way that the O-Moons became to respect the trickster gods and thank them for putting them back in the graces of Obtow. Um, can I look at the keys on the pedestal a little bit closer? Maybe, maybe, uh, take two of them and, uh, you know, uh, uh, put them side by side, give them a side by side. So as you put them side by side, Aquatine, you notice something very peculiar. The keys almost fit together like puzzle pieces. And as you line them up, they make a new key. The pattern of the teeth fit together as if it's part of a whole but there's still something missing how wide is the keyhole on the puzzle box or the container for the puzzle box it's not so wide that you would need to put all six keys together to turn it you would only have room for one key okay this is interesting um hmm all the other keys that I brought in from outside are pretty decrepit. I don't think those probably come into play here. I'm going to take all six keys from the pedestals and bring them over to and set them on top of the container for the puzzle box and just look at them all next to each other. So as you look at them all, you notice that there is a way that they would all fit together. Like they were meant to be put together as one piece. And Aquatine, as you consider using those keys that you found outside in the workshop, you do notice that many of them are very serviceable and they all have different patterns. Oh, now that is interesting. Uh, door, door, door. Not all these keys that I brought in from outside, they, they, they got patterns too. Maybe, uh, you know, we put a couple of those keys together, put a couple with these, you know, make a new key that could possibly fit in the hole. Maybe? I don't know. Mm. Let's see. Uh, I guess uh, I go look at the, the main keys and I try to find one that would, I don't know, match with the pattern maybe dig through a little bit it takes it's like piecing together a puzzle you take a moment you start pulling the keys apart shuffling them into different piles and trying to distinguish what the similar points are between these different keys and as you're looking at them you do find patterns in the keys that you pulled in from outside and the keys that are in the shrine and some of them, they line up. You see different parts of all the six keys from within the shrine in a few of the keys from outside the shrine. It's like sifting through sand and just continually trying to refine 
the candidates that you're looking for and your pile of potential keys just gets smaller and smaller and smaller as you continue to try and line up the keys from within the shrine and using that as a guide, a key to your cipher, if you will, and the keys from outside, from the workshop. Hmm. Come on, come on, beauty. You just need, just need one of you, or maybe two of you. I don't know. <laughs> I just need to find the right key. Hmm. It's this is gonna take a little bit, but I think I might be able to do it. I guess uh, Aquatine will just continue until you can find. I don't know couple keys that could definitely work or you know are most close to what I'm looking for Malice, Teratus you find Aquatine and Dor just sitting in they're just sitting in this strewn this completely they've covered the ground completely with keys as they've gone through them and Aquatine and Dwar have both come to about a few maybe like three, five different keys that they keep coming back to and they've set apart from all the others. See, all, all the other ones have just been discarded and are kind of just laying fallow behind them. You do see that these five are continually... They're taking their attention. What do you do? I'm just gonna, like, you know, just guard outside as... We roll plain chat. Oh, you're outside. Right. You're role, you're guarding outside. Is that what you're doing, Teratus? Yeah, we're guard guarding outside. And it, it's, it's basically it's, it's, a trap if we go in here. So rather than going in, we're just gonna stand out here. <laughs> yeah, it's been two times that Teratus has been trapped. Like he's he, he, done with the shrine. It's been two times that Dwarf stays in the back. That he's unhappy with it. Even Sorry, if it's just, not a tra- trap, something happens, and rather than be stuck inside again, we would rather be out here. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. In that lay, well, since you guys did notice that pattern, you two see something in the mists. Okay. Something huge. As you've arrived to the Shrine of Ankh, the mists of the jungle have flooded through the city of Omu. You can't see more than a few hundred feet in any direction, and they roil in bubble. He says, Plant, go investigate that thing. They might be dead, so there, here's your meal. I just hear gibberish when he says this, and I'm like, Oh, God, he's talking to plants again. We're it! I'll go check it out! Do they go investigate? They all disappear, and there's quite a few of them now. There's a lot of them, but through the mist, you still feel like there's a presence. Something lurks in that soup. Mew! 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 Malice, your hat starts to shiver. The kittens. Oh, the kittens. They shake as they try and burrow into a safe spot in your hat. Ah. Green. 
red. Blurs of something gargantuan a monstrosity thunders through the city. You know, being trapped in a temple is not that bad. <laughs> you just see what it is. If I... it is that kind of illusion that we got before from that ancient dragon shit, I'm not scared. You first, Rock Candy. Shush. As he looks, <laughs> he looks like you, like, for, for a second, like, the fuck? You know that raised eyebrow, and he says, shush. <laughs> she says that joke. She says that with no malice behind. Um, I'm not intended to. <laughs> well, what he's going to think is, like, he's going to say, all right, let's go to the to these bushes really quick. He goes into that bushes and trails uh, um, uh, malice to there. And as you duck inside the bushes... Yeah, I cast invisibility. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Casting invisibility, each one of you finding some kind of stealth. You see a tail. And a massive eye, just for a second, peering through the mists before another billowing cloud obscures it once again. Wait... Where are you going, Malice? <laughs> I'm invisible, you can't see shit. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, we're gonna stand right there and see what's, uh, what uh, the full monstrosity it is. Watch it be a beholder. <laughs> Judging from the footprints. Oh, it's not the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Judging <laughs> from the footprints. <laughs> Fresh extra doubt. <laughs> Anyway, you were saying... Seems like it's walking away. You successfully stealthed, did not see you, and it seems to be retreating back into the city. Can I investigate what, what was that creature? Absolutely. You make your way out to just the edge of the shrine, the wall that you're sure that it walked in front of, and you see huge footprints giant claws that etch into the earth and huge mud-filled basins maybe eight ten feet long two of them three-pronged with a little claw thumb claw in the back why does it sound like a fucking tarasque uh no why does it sound like another t-rex okay uh can i investigate uh can I investigate these, uh, these, uh, footprints? Make an investigation check. Alright, with advantage. Yeah. You can get to use guidance as well. Alright, that's a 19. 19? Plus 4. Plus 4, 23? 23? Alright, you've seen Tyrannosaurus Rex footprints before. The previous one you encountered was a zombie Tyrannosaurus Rex, but you see that this one's probably bigger. Oh. All right, slow system. Uh, this, uh, um, I think we don't want to get attention here. He says, I, just, "I like poke him on the opposite side of the direction he's looking at, going, I'm over here." <laughs> hey. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> she just kind of whispers and says, Yeah. Uh, that shrine's looking much more safer than out here. Well, uh, as long as we don't draw attention, that's fine, but, uh, yeah, not going to actually get into that shrine. There's no way. I think the, the uh, bigger boys took care of the problem. <laughs> I'm not taking care of that problem. No, I'm saying the bigger boys, which is bigger than you, took care of the issue. Uh, I guess. They are big boys. You as child. I'm not a child. I'm 80 years old. At this point, the veggie pick me. Metaf- <laughs> you don't <laughs> metaphors, do you? Right as, um... You say what? Veggie Pikmin. Veggie runs up. Hey, boss, boss! We saw the giant Tyrannosaurus Rex! It came through! It's, it's big! Alright. Go investigate for more things that can be around. You got it, boss! We're on it! Zips off once more, and he takes like ten steps, and he's gone in the mist. My investigations have done... As he, as he still like, you know, talks to himself, because no, because he doesn't know if Malice is still around. I'm just gonna, you know, be next to the door and right there. Gotten back within the shrine, Aquatine, door. Right. With the five keys that I have acquired, along with door, I go to the six keys and I see if I can put them together to fit into the uh, the little key slot. You put all six keys together and you do notice immediately as they snap together, they do fit perfectly. There's some kind of grooves or mechanisms that just perfectly slide them together. They're almost magnetic and they snap. And as Thanks. they do so, it reveals a new key pattern. Interesting. And Going to the pedestal, you try to place it within the keyhole, and it just kind of, it won't fit. So, mm. yeah. Interesting. New key pattern. What am I not, what am I not getting here? We have a outside key that is similar to the pattern on the new key. <laughs> I, I've got about a three or t- three to five of those. The inspiration hits you, Dwar. You see the new key, the new pattern that the six put together form, and comparing them to the five that you've whittled down, only one of them matches that pattern. I'll grab that one and try it. You place the key within the shrine, and boop, 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 boop. The pedestal grinds around on its spot, and as it turns, an ornate stone cube corkscrews from from the concealed hatch in its surface. Holy shit, we did it, Dwar! Me and you, buddy! We did it. Good job. Oh my god, we're smart! Well, that took us longer than it probably should have, but yes, (laughs) we did it. I mean, look, it was just two of us. I mean, what were the other two doing? Nothing. Uh, making sure we were not ambushed. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's that's true. 
I guess leave the smarts up to the the smart people. Yes. All right. Uh, take the cube. You take and the cube. Grab the cube and hand it to Tardis to hold on to with the other. Retrieving the cube, you can go ahead and add to your inventory, Tardis. Cube of Onk. Well, we did it. All right. I guess it's off to the next uh, shrine. You know, got to do it quickly. I will put you uh, on the city map. Of course, we could rest here, you know. Did you see yeah, anything while we were Actually. That would be very useful. Alright, put up your bubble and we'll get to it. Alright. D, and I will quickly check if I have spell slots for it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I do! Okay, Woo. let's go. <laughs> I have one left. Nice. Wow. So is this a short rest or a long rest? Long rest. Wrong rest. Also, I be, I have created a new nickname for Theridish. Uh -huh. He is now Rock Candy. Yeah. <laughs> My nice. God. I will huh. refer to it him as kind candy, of look like Rock I... Candy around the head, doesn't? Hmm. Exactly. Why it sounds sour and sweet at the same time as you say candy? <laughs> Why does it sound great for Tara this all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know, candy. Hit that laugh. That's great. <laughs> Your nickname is Rotten Candy, but I will refer to you personally as Candy. Well, it does shoot me, so I don't mind. Oh, yeah. that's RC. We can keep no. calling you that as What is. Just what is this tiny little come. dome around us? Ah, what is this? It is a tiny hut that prevents anything from seeing or getting inside. Well, I guess it looks like a brown ball, but, you know. Wow, very useful. Uh, yes. this should be... This allows me to keep anything outside that I don't want in. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess I could let down my guard a little bit then in here. Mm-hmm. Let's stay out of track and we'll be fine. Snowy just pecks his armor. Peck, peck. Of who? Aquatine. Uh, Aquatine. Hey, hey, little bird, stop that. It, it, it rings in here, okay? One little peck, it's... It goes on and on, you know what I'm saying? Wait, the armor is not you? No, no. <laughs> you think I am? You think I'm a little... Uh, I'm made of armor? Yes. I yes. thought you were a statue. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm a person. I'm a guy. I'm a regular old Joe. Prove it. Oh, prove it. Oh, damn. Okay, well. I guess so. <laughs> uh, I slowly, you know, take off my armor bit by bit, you know? Give him a little show. You know? He takes off the helmet. There's no head. Oh my god! <laughs> Aquatina. He takes off all his armor. And, uh, you know. And finally, you get to see Aquatine for what he really is just a regular old. Elf. Uh, Kalashtar. So basically, an elf, yeah. But, uh, you know, oh, he's a new race. You know, 
about, as I just like morph into <laughs> what he looks like. He's about uh five ten, you know, he's got blonde hair, you know, and he's got a very, very thick mustache. Just very long. It's a very long, luscious mustache. You're I copy the image. Elf, but you have face. How? Yes, it's, it's complicated, but uh, well, you see, uh, I'm not an elf, so that it, that pretty much explains it, doesn't it? But you have pointy ears, like one. Well, you know, a lot a lot of races have pointy ears. <laughs> yes, but you don't have any other features like a tiefling, but you know, no tail, no horns. Why don't you, you know, I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm just a different type. You know, I'm just, I'm just a what? I don't know. Don't rarity, an oddity. Fake. Huh? Pull oh. on his mustache if it's fake. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't pull my mustache. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll, gently, very gently. Oh, tug. It, it, it comes off completely. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh, you've Layer. done it. You, you've, you have. Oh god, that's. <laughs> Oh Do my god! Look. It was Don't fake. look at the man behind the mustache. Don't look at the man behind the mustache. Fake. Jesus. No, no. I no. had this much respect for you, and you had to go throw it in the trash like okay, a fake you know, mustache. You know what? You know what? The greatest minds have mustaches, okay? And since I can't physically grab one, I figured I, you know, I'll take the the hair of a centaur and I'll make a thick, luxurious mustache. That's disgusting. Yes, yes, horse you know, tail, the tail area a bit. Ew, Ew you have poop on your face? Back <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, you judge. You judge, but if it, if you I, if you were in my shoes, you'd want to do the same thing. Something about not having a mustache makes you less of a man. I'm a woman. But I don't have to, because I have a luxurious beard. And I'm you a know, girl. Be, dwarves are just pompous when it comes to their facial hair. Gonna have to agree. They really do rub it in your face, and we have the right to. Uh, now you know my dark secret. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna reveal that you know three sessions to five sessions more, but you know I guess you know it, it comes comes with the territory. Sorry, sorry, days. <laughs> I guess you know stuff. I mean, hell, you already know I'm a changeling. That's cool, you know. You get to change into whatever you want. You can change to have a beard if you want. I can't. Doubt Not that. really. I, I can only change into an image that I've already seen. Oh, okay. Like I can change into any of my sisters, and you just see see her change into three different types of tieflings. Sisters, eh? Okay, okay. You gotta you gotta set me up with one of those, right? I mean, come on. Uh, you would have to get past the three dads. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm going to bed. Good night, dwarf. Sleep tight, my little friend. I'm gonna go on the edge of the dome away from Aquatween. It's not that far. It's like... I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I just don't know why you would pull my mustache. You know, I don't know why that thought came. Up. I don't know why that thought came up to you. I... Well, it was Malice's idea, not mine. It was fair. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it would take that le- <laughs> I didn't no, think it'd take that much strength. I just, wow. You know, it's it's a big shocker. Whatever. Hey. I'm 
I'm going to bed, you nincompoops. I'm, I'm beat. Candy, was that an insult? I don't mind. As he, as Tarotus was not paying attention as he creates a bunch of acid, uh, of acid, uh, what do you call it? I said the... Vile? Yeah. I check on the kitties. Kitties are doing fine. They seem like they're hunkering down. They're all snuzzled into each other. And most of them are... Two of them are already asleep. Last one's kind of just doing the big stretches. No. Cute. Uh, Bird's not happy. (laughs) No. Bird... The kitties have stolen the birds. Uh, chair. Yep, Snowy is pouting. Crazy. Bird. Cat. Not a good combination. Mm. Oh, don't worry. They won't stick around for too long. Oh, little little treat. Little kitty treat. I like it, you know? Cook them up. Saute them. Oh, I'm not that barbaric. Oh, oh, okay. I thought that's what you were going with. Mm, no. I thought you were sleeping. But a few extra mm. coins will be... It is not a very big dome. It's hard to sleep over the you know, the mules and the the bird and chirping. It's you know what teach mule? me a little bit. You know, and not mule, and the muse. You know, it's 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 a little. You know, I can pop you out the bubble if you would like. Oh no, that's fine. I'll I'll, do, I'll get over it eventually. You know, these pointy ears they pick up a lot of sound. I throw a blanket at him. <laughs> oh god! Wait. Okay. All right, then we go to That's sleep. Quite warm. <laughs> Each one of you retiring in turn. Some of you pursuing your own acid-making adventures. The others of you just kind of retiring. The sounds of a storm moving in drowned out the rest of the city. You feel like you hear footprints on occasion. Little scampering footprints. As they slush through the mud and the puddles. Occasionally you see through the rain a figure, maybe a shadow, but you know you're safe. And so you pass an uneventful night and the sound of the rain smashing off the protective dome and the occasional thunder is relaxing. Each of you, go ahead and mark a long rest. As you sleep through the thunderstorm. As usual, Dwar is up early doing his morning yoga and tai chi. Tai chi. I'm just surprised tai chi even exists in this world. Same. Dwar made it up. And you all see? It just looks like strange. At least this version, yeah. It's a little off-putting, uh, and he's completely drenched. He is one with the storm, and you see him backlit by these occasional lightning bolts that come down. That's not terrifying at all. <laughs> he turns around and gives like a slightly look. Big old like, grin. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Good morning, friends. Hey, good, good morning, dwarf. Yeah. Hi. Oh, wow. Okay, it's gonna be like that. Come on, we just solved a very puzzling puzzle together. I dropped the kid. I'm not throwing you away. 
I dropped oh, the kittens on the on meow, candy meow, just to wake him up. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. One of them starts licking Taradis, and the other one starts kind of like bite licking. <laughs> what is licking Taradis? Little kittens. It's like, like, you just say that you licked his nose and he just sees me sitting next, sitting next to him and giggling like a son of a bitch. <laughs> for the eight, I pick for this eight hours as well. I'm going to learn a new recipe. I pick up each kitten and put them back in the hat. A potion of healing. Snowy is very mad that his bed is being taken up by little kittens. Oh, Snowy's not even looking at you. Come on, Snowy. Turns away. <laughs> I physically picked them up. They they don't resist, but they still are obstinate. Like, they're still refusing to, like, acknowledge that they've been picked up. I placed them on my head. <laughs> Snowy does, like, a little bit of a shuffle and then kind of gets back to where they usually are. I kind of just look at, I kind of just, uh, look at Snowy and <laughs> kind of say, Look, they're not gonna stay around for long. We'll just sell them to the highest bidder and we can be rid of them. Snowy does the, does the head tilt, like 90 degree head tilt, and then yawns, like does the big open mouth yawn. She rolls her eyes and says, a portion of it will give you birth. Bird seeds. Eyes dilate, and the pupils like dilate. <laughs> Don't owls eat mice? Yeah, but Snowy Snowy can take seeds. Oh. Interesting. Regardless, we should be on our way. <laughs> We should. Doors wide as always. Mm. Is that supposed to be a thing? Well, I am. I just, I just respect Doy. You know, he seems pretty smart. You know, respectable. Blink, 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 blink. No, no. Or this is like almost laugh. It's true, Dwar is our guiding star, our North Star! Oh, you shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, hey, do not talk to my priest like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were a, histo a historian. I was, but broke. I was uh, got promoted recently. Aren't you gonna die in like two years? Oh god, Dwar, am I gonna <laughs> die in two years? Please say it's not so. <laughs> I have yeah, so much to offer the guild. Old man. Yeah, you're not immortal, you old man. Uh, Dwar, please give me every, uh, a few more years. Uh, I know I have so much <laughs> to offer the church. I just extend my stay here on Earth a little longer. Please. We'll <laughs> <laughs> we are not a good... We are not good people. <laughs> oh dear. We're not. 
Um, Jillabean like rolls up and disgorges the map, and you all have the entire city at your disposal. Where are you headed? In the next shrine with Orvex's guidance. Okay. Um, shit. Let me. Oh, I guess there's one right over here. Any points like over to the cliff? There's one over here. Oh, yeah, I, I totally knew that. Some reason. Oh, uh, oh, uh, little heads up. Yesterday we saw a, what appears to be bigger than a T Rex. Yep. So that's on the loose. If it comes to be an issue, then I will handle it. There is a storm about, so my lightning. Exactly. <laughs> Dor, Dor will help us, you know? He'll save all of us. I know he's very capable. Last time we had a T-Rex, T-Rex, in the same area, you nearly died. Yes, but I did loss of damage first. <laughs> when there is a storm about the lightning girl's throne. At least it's not that tabaxi. Hey, hey, hey. I am glad that it was far enough down that we could not smell the burnt fur. <laughs> Actually, I think he fell somewhere over here. And you guys are led to the end of a cliff, and you see down below, some hundreds of feet off of this cliff, there is a giant lake of lava. And rising up from the lake of lava is these enormous plumes of steam. And you look over and you see, indeed, where the river flows through the city of Omu. It launches itself in this waterfall off the edge of the cliff, down into this lake of lava, creating these huge towers of billowing steam that waft up into the jungle around you. And this is already a high humidity place. The heat here and the humidity is wet bulb territory. It is it's hot. And as you look out shrouded in these billowing clouds of mist. There is a column rising up from this lake of lava, and on top of that column, there seems to be a shrine. Um, we weren't able to get out to it previously, but it definitely looks shriny over there. Hmm. Well, this is interesting. Well, How are we going to jump over this gap? I don't I know. know. That Taro, this Rockindy, whatever the f can fly. Uh, but we, have, uh, the rest of us, I don't know how. Uh, how far is it from the cliff? You'd say it's about 60 feet at the narrowest point between. You walked down this broad boulevard that's now overrun and you kind of made it like a, a 90 degree right turn off that down one of these side streets. And this cliff kind of pokes out. And at that point, it's about 60 feet towards this, well, a free fall. And then over to this this column shrine. I am tempted to jump. Hello, crazy. And use your magical item. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I, I, I am just also tempted to jump. <laughs> uh, do you think I can make it, DM? Oh, well, hell, if you're gonna jump, I think I'll jump too. 
Let's do it at the same time. See which one of us jumps no. first. Let's, let's put this on. Let's put this on the record, sir. If I fail, I can survive this because I can fly. What's your outing? Oh, I plan dying horribly in a in a pillow of fire down there in that lake. But I live on the can edge. Can someone tie a rope around this dude's waist? No, he's fine. He's fine. He has that little doohickey ring, right? The the, the ring of uh, the ring of what butt or what was it? Butt. I how dare, sir? I say, I say, sir. When did he become the, the spokesperson for Hell of a Boss? <laughs> Ever since I got that contract, I have you know that six figures a year. Anyway, uh, I look at Thirdish and Dor saying, "Yeah, tie a rope around his waist. I'm not picking him up." <laughs> Just see how it is. Like, what you're going to do? Jump? Yeah, as I go and run for it. <laughs> he runs Dardis. after you. Thirdish, you got a you know, like a grab Artemis. <laughs> Grab Artemis. Tackle him to the ground. Oh, come on. I had it. Oh, man. Now she's going to beat me for sure. Uh, what do I have to roll uh, for the jumpy part? You can't fight a snake if you are burned to a crisp in lava. It's fair. It's fair. Go ahead and make an athletics check to jump the 60 feet. Oh, I can't make an acrobatics? I'll accept acrobatics. Yay! <clears throat> What's your strength? Yeah, what is that? Oh god, no. <laughs> oh no, an eight. I fly. That's not good. So, What's your strength? Did you see that it's like spreading your wing as you fucking run as like you don't even cast a fucking thing as like he's gonna spread his wings as like <laughs> it's like my ass! <laughs> fucking jump. Spread so, his wings. So does he catch me before I cast fly, or do I cast fly by the time he flies towards me, DM? There's what happens. Um, you know that scene in The Simpsons where Homer tries to jump the gorge? You you get a good running <laughs> yes. start. You, you get a great lead, and you leap off the buildings using them as a ramp and jump, and you have the perfect angle. And if it's sustained... You totally would have made it. And then the horizon starts to rise up above you. And just as Teridus gets behind you, and you can hear like an exasperation, you cast fly. Out of panic. <laughs> However, Teridus is dive bombing down to pick you up as you're casting fly to try and make the ledge. And you both are headed towards each other. I both you need you to make acrobatics checks as you try and avoid smashing into each other and then falling down into lava. Shit, seven. Not, not great. Um, Teridus? Whoa. Uh, four. <laughs> so Teridus, you turn left. Malice, you turn right, and slam, you just slam into each other. Both of you black out for a second as the force of your movements just, just carry into each other, and you just, like stones, start falling down towards the lava. And it's really, really, really hot now. You are about 
20 feet away from falling into the lava. I need both of you. Uh, you well, okay, so you're making... Uh, so flies a spell. Teridus, how are you flying? Do you just have wings now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, fifth level, he gets wings. Yeah. Okay, so... For you, it's either going to be athletics or acrobatics. Malice, for you, it's going to be arcana check as you try and get your fly spell back under control. All right. <laughs> That's a six. <laughs> Can I save him with my crit? Dotus is going down. You can see that his toes are already in the lava as he's, like, screaming out, and you... You both do the hand, the arm, the forearm grab, where you grab each other's forearms, and you pull. Terrence, he's and he's heavy. He's not easy. He's a big old crystal dragonborn. But with a nat twenty, you circle around the column three, four times before ah, doing a mercy save. You deposit Terrence back onto the column on the other side of the cliff. Slightly singed toes. Well, well, Dora, all we gotta do is that. Uh, can you fly? No, but I can do you one better. I just lay on what, the ground. What are you just going to do? Uh, <laughs> Jack, really good. Ow. I am confident ah. in my jumping, but I don't think even I could jump that. Okay, just... then, what do you suggest, God of Thunder? Surely you have something in your boudoir. Well, I do have this, and I'll pull out the immovable rod. Okay, well, what's that gonna do? It looks like a, a stick made of... I'll hold it in the air, push the button, and let go. Oh, shit, okay. Well, so seems with pretty this, simple, you know, you Because you I rope to it, to it oh, yeah. and then swing That's across. That is a way better idea than what I was suggesting. <laughs> oh my god. How much damage does there just take with his toes? There it is, you take seven fire damage. What the oh, yes. Totally oh, dragon. I heal that. <laughs> Alright. Sounds like a great idea, Dwar. Just throw it and then arc it up, you know, and then oh, make it stop. Oh, and don't waste can... I have good berries there. You can pull out one good berry from my backpack and if I fucking uh, eat it. <laughs> can one of you that can fly come place the movable rod in the air so we can use that as I fly over and do such. So quickly tying a rope to it before it's taken up in the air and clicked and taking the rope, I'm just gonna swing across. Like Indiana Jones whip. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, doesn't take more than a moment. You swing across with the rod in place. Pretty much in the middle. Yeah, you swing across and then as you turn back, you kind of heft and throw the rope and it swings back over to Aquatine. Alright, this should be very easy. Aquatine jumps for it and makes a grandiose swing across the gap. Yep, and with a f- little bit more flair than Dora, you too succeed in crossing the chasm. There is this whoosh of super awesome. hot air that almost pushes you across, but you two make it to the other side. You all are on this column. I'll sing it back for Artemis. Easy, so easy. And once he's across, I'm gonna take the rope and tie it at an angle. 
so the uh, rod stays there, and then we can use it to get back once we're done. Once Artemis is done and Dora does that, I just pick up the old man and fly him to the column. Oh, oh, thank you so much. I really don't think I could have held that rope. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. I also, like, hover to towards the erudition and pat him on the back saying, You good, uh, Candy? I guess my Mirage, well, until there. you jump like a fucking dead chicken. <laughs> hey, at least I saved you. <laughs> It was a spectacular fail. Oh, shut up, door. <laughs> Me. Sorry. Yeah, you honestly, just... you should have had more faith in her. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. How do... How would I know? She's just a villager. Well, I mean, she jumped for a reason. Surely she wouldn't jump in for no reason. That would be the kind of malice... If she would push me into a, into a, you know, a deadly river of Pirana and a deadly shrine. Okay, in my honest opinion, what is fish going to do with rocks? You mean lava? <laughs> Look at my toes! You were mentioning the Piranha incident. What is fish going to do with rocks? Lava is very much different than a water pool. He's made out of perishable rocks. Certainly. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. Alright, alright. Let's get a move on here as Artemis starts striding towards the shrine. You all see... Palm trees grow in front of this squat building, and the warm steps ascend to an archway that forms an entrance. And there's reliefs all over the walls that depict a coiled serpent that flank the entrance. That's right, old man. Tell us, tell us all about this one. Um, well, it looks like snakes. So that's probably going to be Moa. Alright, sample plan. We go in, we guard. Get you on the map. Get you on the oh, map. No Don't this know what. It's guarding as last time, considering uh, we're on the column surrounded by lava. Alright, well, I mean, this should be pretty simple. I have. But I think that last one was pretty hard, honestly. I think this one's probably going to be a lot easier. One person should stay outside in case the door closes. Right. <laughs> you guys are really cautious about these doors now that they've closed a couple times. Yes. Two doors closed, and all of a sudden, every door's got to close. Every yep. door is magical when there's a Wookiee behind it. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest enemy of all time. Doors. They doors. really are. <laughs> I swear if we'd take up an entire session because of a fucking door, I'm going to... Hey, it's this one. It's this map! Oh my gosh! Hey, I'm gonna... finally get to do this map. I mean, right. just right off the bat, Roy. I mean, just look at look at that obvious trap. I mean, what, how many crossbows is that? Is that twelve? That's twelve crossbows. Can I make a 
perception check. Crazy. Twelve of them. So as you walk up the steps to this particular shrine, you do see these reliefs, these carvings of the stone walls that are carved back. It's not that this stone was carved into. It's that these images of coiled serpents were brought forth from the stone as pieces of the stone were were chipped away. Eh, there's two aquavines. Oh, oh God. That's not good. Don't worry, I'll destroy this one. Malice, you gotta stop shapeshifting into the other characters. <laughs> I only did it a while ago. It's confusing, please. No. Ah. I will now, out of spite, just... <laughs> Out of spite, I will now shapeshift into Thardish. Oh my god! Oh my god! I will tease him by talking to him. <laughs> he can do so. Like, he deserves it. Actually, right. no, I'm gonna flirt with the dude. <laughs> is there a door? There is no door. There's a passageway. <laughs> However... Thursday's you... gonna fit with himself, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised you're the only one who heard that. Hey, good looking. <laughs> oh, I'm so down to. If Maddis does, I say, hey, fresh looking man. I'm not gonna RP that out, but I just do that off the corner. <laughs> And as those two begin to look at each other with raised eyebrows, snakes appear from the trees and lash out at you. Roll initiative. Okay. Okay. What did rope persuade? God damn it. Uh, I got an eight. I got a natural 20. I think the Riz <laughs> just fucking kicked. Uh, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> The persuasion was me attempting to flirt. <laughs> oh, the persuasion? Yeah, that was what the persuasion was. Just a joke throw off. Anyway. I should say that you're not winning that because. <laughs> persuasion. Oh, you just. You just got it for 11. <laughs> Feels bad when the bard loses the riz off. Giant snake! Uh, Oh no! Sticky boy. Oh, it's not a giant a spider. Fuck! Why are there webs if it's just snakes? Yeah. <laughs> hey, put put me giant wolf spider, please. Snakes, 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 snakes. No, no, these are snakes. Oh, please, come on. Snakes. Why do you want a wolf spider? Hey, maybe now would be a good time to play the flute. Oh yes, yes. Can I do that real quick? So as the snakes leap down from the trees and start biting you all, flute music starts playing. Roll performance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have expertise, so I hope this works. Twenty-seven. <laughs> They all start dancing as they bite you, and they strike again and again, but they're wiggly. <laughs> Damn. I didn't do anything that just made them dance. 
Now they're dancing in hostile. <laughs> I got a natural 20. Nice. Alright, yeah, go ahead and roll up some. I had 10. Oh no. Oh no. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and roll up some tags on you guys. What an awkward community. Yeah, and I got an 8. Oh boy. A number 8. Which could be taken as an infinity if you flipped it on its side. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean. That's fair. <laughs> two 8s, a 20, and a 10. So that's going to be an 18 to hit Malice and a 14 to hit Teratus. Wait, what? It's a surprise attack? Surprise attack! And then two 11s against Dwar and Aquatine. Uh, me, it doesn't hit. Pretty sure I'm only hitting Malice. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three, four... You will take 14 piercing damage. Then it's going to be... Ah, you guys did not roll very well initiative. Oh, wait, no. No. I got a nat 20. Okay, you did. All right, Teratus, it's your move. All right. Uh... What can do for? I can do a lot of damage. And do it. No, oh, I'm just thinking. Okay. Uh, I need target. Yeah, why not? Bring me sphere here. Uh, you have to make a deck save or take 2d6 fire damage. Both of them. Eighteen and eleven. The eleven fails. Uh, where's... So they're going to take... Wow! 15 fire damage! Which one takes 15? Uh, wait, 14. The one that fails. And the other one takes half. So Which seven. two are you attacking? Uh, I'm planning my, my spear here. Because they're literally close to each other. So I've got it. I've got the damage. Bonus action, magic zone. There you go. So it's a bonus action to make the magic stone? Yes. Okay. It's That's... a cantrip. It's very good. Oh, it's my very yeah. good. Dwar. Yes. It's your turn. It's my turn. Okay. You know what? We're just gonna start off with a thunder wave. Thunder. Both of the snakes in front of me and Aquatine need. What kind of save? Con. Constitution. Constitution. Plus zero, so that's an eight and a thirteen. Both fail. 
They will take nine thunder damage and be pushed ten feet away. Nine thunder damage. All right. They'll go straight back. The crack of thunder can be heard up to 300 feet away. Hmm. 300 feet, you say? Yep. Hmm. And any unattended objects in a 15-foot square in front of me are also three. Okie dokie. Anything else in your turn, Dwar? Nope. Alright, and that's going to bring us to the Jackalai's turn. These two Jackalai. Oh, they have to spring 30 feet in a straight line? Dang. They'll just wiggle on back up to you. Try and give you smoochies. I don't Look, I already had to swallow a snake before. I don't want it. <laughs> they're like doing that snake dance where they're like bobbing back and forth trying to look for a way into your mouth. Oh. The 16 hits you, Dwar? Um, no, I have my shield. Don't think a 7 will hit Aquatine. Then does a 19 hit Malice? Why can it be me? <laughs> oh, you got a 21 coming to you, sir. Oh. Me. Oh. Shield. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck. Fucking fuck. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> 11 <laughs> points of damage, of piercing damage to you, Malice. And then shield. Boing. See the snake, like, do the S-curve as it slams into your shield. <laughs> I'm gonna heal you. <laughs> That's going to be the end of the Jackalai's turn. That's going to be your turn, Malice. Um, actually, it would be mine, right? Because Dwar got a 10 in initiative. And, uh... I well, you, you and Malice both got 8s, but she has Oh, you know what? Dead. You're right. I'm so sorry. You know, how could, I, how could I be so stupid? I'm sorry. You go, you go, Malice. I'm sorry. I was guessing yes. which one of you had the higher decks, so... I have a it's plus Malice. 5. Yep, that's Malice. All right, it's your turn, Malice. Or at least I have a plus four in Dex. My initiative is plus five. Nice. Heck of all trades. Um. I don't want to waste. Well. Hmm. I haven't reset the wand. Actually, I didn't use the wand last time. Whoops. Hmm. <laughs> So I guess I will... Hmm. Should I command it? You cannot speak to them. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. They speak snake. Just listen and whisper so they fly and so they... They... Yippee! <laughs> they go command away. Just, it does frighten them. Just jump off the cliff. <laughs> 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 no, I, I actually do some whispers. Do I want to upcast it or do I want to just keep it? Wisdom save. The one right next to me. Not bad. I probably don't have much of a minus one to wisdom. That's a 13. Nope. Aww. 
12, damn. Oh, also, they take fire damage because they end their turns. Give me a second. Uh, uh, that's... Uh, oops. Take seven, seven each uh, fire damage, by the way. Okay, pokey. So, Malice, the one that you dissonant whispers, their head just explodes. And Teridus, as the fire from your bonfire continues to burn them, you make a nice shish kebab out of that snake. All right. Oh, they were both dead. The poor snakies. They are now. It's already, it's already sad because they have no hands. They hurt you, Malice. They don't give a shit about your knife. You think I was serious? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, you sarcasm, my best. Aquatine, your move. Hey, 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 I have a bonus action. I'm sorry, Malice, bonus action. Aquatine. And then the bird just quickly uh, hits one of the things. <laughs> uh, at door. Let's go for him. The one next to the door. Okay. Gonna do a flyby swoop. And swoop. Does a fourteen hit? Just hits. Oh, okay. So it's gonna do like fifteen and straight up. All right. Yeah, it takes one damage. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Every bit counts. And one damage. Yeah, and bonus, and don't forget Bardic Inspiration for Aquatine. That is my turn. All right, Aquatine, you have Bardic Inspiration. It is your turn. What do you do? Right, this will be fun. Let's see here. We got two snakes in front of us. Oh, this shouldn't be a problem. All right, first things first. Gonna get Shield of Faith out. You know, get my little piece of paper. You know. Burn it up. Bada bing, bada boom. There we go. It's very good, very good. All right, and then for that's a bonus action, by the way. So for my uh, action, I'm gonna cast a cantrip, w World of Radiance. W I'm sorry, Word, Word of Radiance. I should have been more specific. Yeah, right, so both of those snakes need to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution. 15 and 12. They both fail because it's a 16 con save. Nice. So they both take. Uh, they. Oops, that was not. Oh, there we go. Right, alright, they both take 8 damage. That's gonna be enough to kill both those, uh. both those jackalai. Fantastic. Right. I think my job is done here. Yeah, you guys are very no longer simple. Very simple fight, if I do say so myself. Uh, Alice, take. Uh, uh, how much damage did you take? Uh. 
25? Yeah. There's um four good berries for your measure. <laughs> Yum. You Yum. cover all of your hit points. <laughs> Yum num. Just like you know, because you see me. Here here he seems uh, to be. The snake's dispatched dwarf enters Dwar, as you enter the building. You see that the walls of this rubble-strewn corridor are carved with serpents. Arrow slits are spaced along them every five feet, and cobwebs fill the arrow slits and hang like drapes from the corridor ceiling. Above the entrance, a stone plaque bears a cuneiform message. Do you just head straight into the corridor? Uh, wait, wait, wait! Don't you uh, want me to read? Waterbags? Yes, yes, sing, yes! Sing to read. Read it. Okay, it says, um, Moa teaches us that her uh, secrets hide the truth. Uh, obviously. Look, I didn't write it. I. You don't have to come <laughs> at me with that energy. Come on, no, it, it wasn't directed at you. I thought that was a little bit straightforward, too. I don't know how helpful I'm being. Honestly, I just feel like these, these clues you are... You made like, a wonderful pamphlet for our religion. Oh, thank you so much. I feel so much better. That validation's so important to me. Good. Now go hide with the other two. Okay. Runs back. <laughs> <laughs> right, then. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Walking the rest oh. of the way through. Um. Well, I think uh, Aquatine's just gonna follow Dorian, see what's uh, see what the haps is. There's there's a lot of crossbows in here. Is there? I mean, come on, it can't be that funny. Uh, what's this uh, thing here in front of me? Real straight well, to the point, I guess. First things first. As you take a step into the shrine. Oh, okay. The floor gives way beneath you and you start to fall down into a pit. Make a dexterity saving throw. Aquatine, you see Dwar begin to fall through the floor. Oh, shit. Uh, can I try to extend my hand in time? You reach out and try and grasp him. Dwar, make a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Eh, that's much better. <laughs> Not 20. So you're doing the thing where both your heels are off. They're like right on the edge of this ledge and Aquatine just catches the end of your cloak as you are full on 45 degrees about to fall into this pit and you're looking straight down at a 10 foot deep pit and at the bottom of which is a big old green slimy bottom and as you like look at it a bunch of eyes bubble up to the top of the green slime and this big gooey mouth opens up and starts to make a slurping sound (laughs) Not suspicious. Uh, pull me back up, please. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, of course, Dwar. I mean, anything for you, buddy. Uh, yeah, I try to pull him back up. 
you pull them back and you both uh, see that there is a five foot pit uh, right right in front of you now okay well uh, fuck stupid traps secret high truth sign makes me think there might be something now. but there's a, it's a weird slimy thing staring at me it's okay, Dwar. I mean, all we gotta do is jump over it. I mean, shouldn't be a problem. No, I can jump over it. I just... Eh. Uh, hey, Teradis, do you have any more of the, the bottle of fire? Uh, I think so. Give me a sec. He looks in this, uh, in this thing and... Oh, yes. He pulls out one and says, uh, You mean this? As he pulls the alchemist's fire. Yes, uh, may I use it? Yeah, catch it. Throws it at you. Oh god. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will attempt to catch gingerly the alchemist. Slow motion, Orvex is like, oh my god! Uh, but yeah, you successfully catch it. You have a bottle of alchemist's fire. <laughs> And then I'm gonna spike it down the pit. <laughs> Start screaming, bloody alchemist! Um, how long does alchemist fire last? Oh, until they remove themselves for, uh, with an action. <laughs> oh no! So you just hear like screaming, and how, wait, how much damage does alchemist fire do around? I does one d four damage at the start of each turn. So <laughs> as they pull through, they will take. For fire damage. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Wait. Yeah, the the fluid and knights went exposed to air, so it just fucking exp. <laughs> so yeah, and it's a. Uh, I mean, it it can take two of them to actually put them into the. Uh, uh, into the pit, but yeah, it it fires on them. It takes a few rounds, and it's just this horrible screaming that rings out almost as loud as the thunderclap the door made. But it's uh, uh get just kind of traumatizing. But eventually, it does simmer down into a faint hissing. As the fire goes out, when the creature dies, I'm gonna look down to see if there's anything else left. Just a bunch of charred. It used to be green, mostly brown now. Some black and brown down there. Just seems to be a ten-foot pit with a very crispy slime patch now there. Do you think there's actually anything down there, or was it just a trip? Alright, I guess he fell asleep. I'm going to... What'd you say? I was asking if you think there's anything in there, or if it was just a trap. Um, I don't know. Um, Honestly, that's a good question. Um, In the pit, you say? Yeah. 
Um, I guess I could go down there and check it out. Yeah. Uh, Aqua, Aqua Teen goes foot first into the pit. Well, uh, uh, okay, is the pit flammable? Uh, is the stone pit that contained the green slime itself flammable? No, it's just stone. It's just a pit. Okay. Just a pit. See? Just a pit. Oh, what else is in here? Uh, Wookie, I jump down here. See what? See what's up? It's definitely still just a pit. And there's mm, nothing down there. Nothing you, down here. Your boots do squelch into the green slime for like a couple yeah. inches, and it does begin to burn and sizzle. I guess like not all of the green slime was dead. Well, uh, Dwarf, there's nothing down here. You know, I'm looking, and it's just uh, a lot of green slime. You know, it's uh, kind of burning, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Take All two right, points of acid damage. Ow. Okay. Yep. Ow. 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 <laughs> that hurt. Okay. Yep. Kind of hurts. Get out. <laughs> when it's nice, you know, nothing down here. All right. Uh, Aqua Teen uh, tries to just, you know, put his hands over his head and tries to lift himself out of the five-foot pit, which shouldn't be too much of a problem. It's a 10-foot pit, so you do have to, like, oh, take a little foot. bit of a running jump, but you do okay. uh, pick yourself up out of the pit. All right. Can I pick myself out of the pit on the other side? Like, this side? Sure. Yeah, you can go ahead and cross the pit over to the other side. You pull yourself up into this square here. Good, good. All right. And you're standing right well, on the ledge. I guess, uh, guess I'll just continue then. And as you take uh, another step, you start falling into another oh, pit. Oh, shit. Oh, no, there's another pit. Make a dexterity saving throw. Stop falling into pits. While he is falling, I'm going to cast fine traps. <laughs> oh, you cast fine traps? Okay. Find a trap while he's in a trap. Perfect. Now. I'll know if there's anything in this corridor and in the main room. I got 12. Traps all the way down. Alright, so you fall down into this pit and you find that the green slime at the bottom of this pit is still very much alive and it starts to envelop you in its gummy jaws. You take... Six points of acid damage as you feel yourself being enveloped by the green slime. I'm getting enveloped! Oh, it's enveloping me! It's enveloping me, Dwarf! Oh my god, it, it, it's making noise! It's making noises! Australian Holy shit! So, how many other traps are there? So, there are. Um. One here. Do you are you able to tell what the trap is? Uh, let me double check. Fence presence of a trap within range is within line of sight. Trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect that you could consider harmful or undesirable. Uh, the spell merely reveals the trap is present. Okay, so there's one there. And then there's another one here. 
Uh, you do you see... don't learn the location of each trap, but you do learn the general nature of the danger posed by a trap you sense. Interesting. Okay, well, I mean, te- yeah, I mean, technically speaking, I'm sure we all know what's going to be on that third pit, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Fire walls. Anyway, um, I'm going to cast... Uh... So I don't know where they are. I just know that there's traps that do... There's a, a, another pit trap and then another... And then something. Main room. I'm gonna cast inflict wounds on this goo or person. Another, I guess, a, the crossbows. I feel like that's obvious. <laughs> so you know that there's one. You're looking right at the pedestal, and you can tell that's trapped. The pedestal, and now that you peer through this column or this corridor, you do see the pedestal does have a puzzle cube on top of it. It's just sitting there. It's just sitting on the pedestal. Uh, Aquatine, you take another six points of acid damage as you cast okay. Inflict Wounds on the green slime. Uh, yep. 23 the, necrotic damage. The pits that have opened, how... Is there any room to walk around them? Get over them? It's just a 10-foot pit. There's a little bit of, like, a separator between the pits to keep the slime separate, but it it's like 10-foot of pit. And then there might be another pit just beyond that, judging by your spell and how there's definitely like still one pit. One foot of wall between each one. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have rope. Mine's hanging over the... <laughs> Look, between, oh, if you have oh rope, throw it up. <laughs> Holy shit, Dwar. It's enveloping me, Dwar. So is it, it was like, do you need help? Yeah, oh I'm fell in another pit and I don't have rope. Alright, he grabs his rope and toss it to you. Alright, I'll take my end and then throw the other end down in the pit with Aquatine. Okay. Aquatine? Uh, Aquatine gets the rope, obviously. You pull yourself up. up. Yep, and you get to the top. You take... Oh, God. 11 points of acid damage as Holy shit. you wash the last pieces of the green slime and it's no longer trying to envelop you. There are there were some tentacles trying to wrap around you and pull you into its loving embrace, but they are now very mm, uncongealed. Very dead green slime. Oh my god. Oh, okay. What happened I'm down safe. there? I'm safe. I think there oh. was another slime. I'm safe. Oh, God. Is it, yeah, there's another pit trap on Ooh. the other side of that one, I think. It, oh, I come on. That, that's, that, that, one. That, that's just that's just the fear talking. Honestly, I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> you... Uh... I'm and just then, kidding. Come on, Dwar. You think I'm an idiot. You think I'm some sort of orc that just jumps into everything? <laughs> Come uh, on. I would hope not. All right. And then also, I think if we take that puzzle box, all the crossbows are going to shoot. All right. Well, well, this is simple then, right? All I got to do is get into that room, right? And all I got to do is, uh, you know, just jump from one wall to the other, you know, wall jump until I make it to the other side. Greg, do such. Uh, I'm gonna 
appear inside. These are arrow threads, right? So they're not like very big at all. Tiny little arrow slits. They're about six inches wide. Okay. Like, trying to peer inside. Can I see a door? Any way to get inside that room? You do see that there is a chamber. Hmm. The the arrow slits full of these cobwebs, but you're able to pull them apart. And when you do, you see into the room beyond... And it's dark. There's a room over there, but it's completely shrouded in darkness. Is it magical darkness? No. Well, you don't think so. And I can see because I have dark vision. No. Okay. Which one are you looking at? Left or right? Uh, The right one. You see... A large statue of a coiled serpent that dominates this web-filled room. Clutched in its jaws is a stone cube. Okay. Anyway, in there? Mm. That's kind of a narrow viewpoint through the arrow slit. You don't have a full view of the entire room. And from your limited vantage point, you don't see any obvious ingress into the room. Okay. I'm going to peek into the room on the other side then. Then you go over to the opposite side and look into the western arrow slit. You do see this one is filled with cobwebs as well. But after you clear them out, you see that a statue of a coiled serpent dominates this web-filled room as well. This statue is missing its head, and it lies broken on the floor next to a stone cube. Well, how are we supposed to get in those rooms? I mean, come on, there's no door or anything. I'm just going to take my hand, and I'm going to run it along on the outside here. Make a perception check. Twenty-two. You're sure of it. There's nothing on the outside of the shrine that would grant us. There's no secret passageway. There's no hidden crawl space. There's nothing that's going to allow entry into that room on the outside. You feel like you would have seen some kind of crack allowing sunlight into that room, but it was completely dark. If there's an entrance into that room, it'll be within the shrine. Okay, and let me use my dwarven stone cunning to see if there's a weakness in the wall. There is, and you see that based on your stone masonry skills, as uh, all dwarves are stonemasons, we all know this, there's probably going to be a door... Maybe 15 feet to the north of you? So inside, on the opposite wall? Probably. It's what okay. your your dwarven sense is telling you. Okay. Um, I, uh, I can easily... Because these are five foot squares, right? Yes. Uh, then I can just check. 
getting a running start, I'm just gonna jump all the way to here. <laughs> all the way? You're gonna okay, you jump right over that last pit. And I'm gonna say that your feet just barely brush against the edge of that pit and it crumbles away, leaving it exposed, but you do clear it. All right. A little right. bit of the superhero landing, just setting myself. Good job, Dwar. Now we'll go get the cube, and we should be off. Oh, uh, not doing that. I'm going to go around to where I believe the door is and see if I can just push it open. Takes you a second, but... Due to your examination of this wall, you find a secret door, and after pushing on it for a second, you slide it to the side and make your way within the chamber. Finding the snake that has lost its head on the ground, the puzzle cube is right there next to the snake's jaws. I'm going to pick it up. It vanishes in a puff of green smoke. It vanishes? It vanishes. Okay. I'm going to look back at the puzzle cube on the pedestal. Still there. Okay. I'm going to go over to this side and do the same thing I just did. That side takes a little bit longer, but you're sure that there's going to be a secret door there in the same spot and after a few minutes of looking at it and really squinting there it is you've pined the little pressure plate and door opens up and you find your way into that room which room go up and get the cube out of this one snake's mouth so there's a moment of trepidation, but as you reach out into the snake's mouth, you pick up the cube and you half expect it to vanish, but it stays in your hand. Uh, this is, what does this cube look like? Is it solid stone or is it actually intricate like the ones we've been getting before? This cube is intricate. It's solid stone. But as you look more at the detail of the stone, even in the low light, you can see the craftsmanship is exquisite. The reliefs of the snakes are almost like they're... They almost look like fractal patterns of snakes eating snakes, consuming snakes. Ouroboros is all the way down. It's amazing. Alright. I'm gonna get my running star as best I can jump back across as you make your way out of the secret chamber you see in the middle of this room the stone cube that rests on the plain stone pedestal it's surrounded by statues of 12 tribal warriors and they're the ones that stand all the way around the room aiming bows at the pedestal and as you pass around the corner and you go to make your running leap, as you move through the room, each one of the pedestals, each one of these tribal warriors turns on its pedestal. Just pointing in your direction. But you run, you leap, and you land back amongst your companions. 
And as you cast one look back, you see this monstrous serpent constricting a ferocious monkey. Moss obscures much of the detail. All right. I think this shrine is done. Uh, the cube on that pedestal there, I think it's fake. And this is the real one. Right. Well, uh, you did it. I mean, it's very simple. I thought, thought there'd be more to it, but you did it. Great job, Dwar. I mean, honestly, you're very you're much pulling your weight in this group. I don't know where we'd be without you. So thank you. Anyway, I, I guess we should uh, get going, right? I mean, no reason to stay. I suppose so. Yeah. Good. Oh, how far you're, we're trapped. We heard a grounding sound. Everything okay? Hold on. Oh. Oh. Hello. Oh. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. There was a lot of roboting going on, but it was from multiple people, so I think it was my end. Okay. Everything okay? I hope so. <laughs> what happened? Uh, there was two secret doors, uh, secret snakes holding cubes. Uh, one of them vanished, the other one was this one. And I believe the one that we can see from the corridor is a fake and would just set a trap and all the statues holding bows would just shoot you. Alrighty, I guess we can leave then. Yep, here you go, Theridus, to play with the others. Uh, Theridus, could you fly the old man over while I get the rod ready? You just see Theridus, like, trying to spread his wing again. Uh, I don't think so. Alright, well, I'll go fly over. Wait, wait, don't leave me, please! I'll come back for you. Oh, thank God. Okay, I just... I'm sorry, I overreacted. I get insecure sometimes. I feel like I'm going to be abandoned after what happened to my last... You know what? Forget I said anything. I'm just going to... Go uh, inside check. The... What the fuck was that line? I'm inside just going check. To... I'm just what going does he mean by that? This last party got absolutely annihilated by snake people. Just a bad memory. They were they all got killed. I got buried under that wall. It was just uh, it gives me nightmares sometimes. It's just really, really bad. Malice flies over to the immovable rod just for sa- safety and uh, allows them all to swing across. You just see like there this goes to the menaces. Did you say anything about disinformation, Wookie? Yeah, he's been pretty straightforward about what happened to his previous party, that he was employed by the Red Wizards and that they were all horrifically massacred by snake people and they had their heads cut off and shoved on a spike to make a spirit totem pole. Yep. He is just a traumatized old man. Mm. I'm just a little old man. Alright, he come across uh, with the immovable rod. And yeah. Swing, yep. bitches, swing! It's been very useful. Swing. Yes, and actually I was Asarak the entire time! 
no, no, no. Have some in the lava. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> As they all swing across, oh! I then fly over to get the old man. He's got like both his arms up in the air. Oh, thank you. Please save me. Don't leave me behind again. We won't. Thank I you. Thank you. <sighs> retrieve the immovable rod, store the rope and the rod away, and we move on to the next shrine. So as you all turn around, you're like looking back over the cliff and you turn away from the heat, feeling pretty accomplished. Uh, Terrorists, you can go ahead and add Moa's puzzle cube into your inventory. And as you look up after putting the puzzle cube into your bag, you see that there's a lot of mushroom people everywhere. You can't miss them. You're still within the steam, these huge billowing clouds. But at the edge of your vision, they infest every crack, every corridor, every rooftop teems with these frolicking sporlings. A sweet smell permeates the air, but there's something off about it. Through the mists, you see pieces of giant Kamadan. Parts of people swirl within the gelatinous bodies before squeezing through a crack, disappearing. And then you hear, You hear some giggling. <laughs> Do it again! Do it again! Please don't... Don't throw me over. I'll do anything. I'll give you money. I'll give you power. Nice. So they cut off a a grungy, right? seems to be a little bit of a crowd forming at the edge of one of these at the lips of this cliff just around the corner and you do hear what you thought would have been a grung didn't grok uh, tell us there were things throwing frog people off in the lava there was yes. sacrificial stuff vegapygmies snowy saw vegapygmies throwing like yo-yoing a grung off the cliff Wait, who is doing this? Veggie pigmeats are yo-yoing a grunky. Your plant things. Uh, not exactly the ones you talk to, but I guess still just... Eh, whatever. It's not our problem. We're running on a ticking time bomb. I think we should move on. Just, eh. Yeah, they're taking care of people. Help! I mean, help! Help! Help me! Help! Has no one here to help you, little grog? There's no one going to save you. There are literally hundreds of people. I mean, shouldn't we help them, though? Right? I mean, aren't aren't we like good people and all that? No. There are hundreds of those veggie pygmies, and I really don't want to be shoved in the lava. Right, Um, right. I guess that's true, though. uh, I don't, I don't know. And it's a grog. Like I've had bad experiences with them, and. I, I guess so, okay. Whatever. Yes, Malice? 
how long do I hear this as we like walk away? It's very audible. It's pulling at your heartstrings, and you're right there. Uh, do you think if we walked away for like ten minutes, we could still hear it? Yes. All right, I turn around and go for it. <laughs> what? You come upon the scene, and I'm letting her go alone. All right, I I guess this is what we're doing now. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm good as they're yo-yoing the dude, I just fall down and cast fly and just yank him. Give him a yank. You pull him up, and this was the last straw. You can see the vines that were holding this grung grow taut and begin to break. And right as you pull into view, right as you pull within reach of him, they snap. And he begins to fall <laughs> down towards the lava. And whoosh. Much how you saved Teradus. You saved this little grung. Oh, God! Oh, God! Pull him back up to the top of the cliff and deposit him. No! No! I can't stop it! Don't back in! What are you doing? All right, well, now, you little plants. Show's over. They don't run. Vibes in the air change. I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to make my eyes glow with lightning color. And then I'll cast it again to make my voice boom out to 300 feet. I said leave. Make an intimidation check. With advantage, because that's what it do. With advantage. 17. When you have to just remember to Teradus, you feel something looming behind you. Something large. The vibes in the air change all around you. And as you begin to look around, you feel oozing out of the side passageways. You look up onto the buildings, all the streets, every doorway, every roof is full of unmoving silhouettes of fungi that stare unblinkingly and they watch you as your voice booms out across the city they don't flinch not even the wind blows the veggie pygmies who you started with all this time ago he's bulked since you've last seen him Teradis and his size shocks you at how he's swollen within your defenses. He leans over you without moving but stretching that warps your perspective as he looms. We don't like it when you tell us what to do, Daddy. We're not going to tell us what you... We're not going to do what you tell us. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Alright, he seems to be being a grown man. And as all the veggie pygmies begin to come in towards you, we're gonna end it for this week. Ah, fuck's sake. Thanks, 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 Thanks
Thanks, Dor. This is technically your fault. You were feeding them. I feed them. And now he's an angsty teenager. Huh?
Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me 